Are you ready to vibe? You're listening to Creepy Vibes Only. Happy Monday. Welcome to another episode of Creepy Vibes Only. I am Steph, your host for the episode. So two updates before we start. One, if the audio sounds a bit weird or different, that is because last minute I had to switch rooms and I have an empty room in my house because uh, where I was previously, where I usually record, there's just a lot of noise coming from downstairs as there's some prep happening so just to be fair to everyone I moved to this empty room here so my laptop is balanced on a step stool the mic is balanced on another stool and I am sitting on the floor crisscross applesauce yeah so a bit different hopefully this works and the sound is good if not I am sorry for it and by next episode we will be back to normal so that's update number one Update number two. So this weekend, I had the absolute pleasure of being a guest on the podcast, The Spooky Door, which is run by Jordan and Ashley. Um, It was so much fun. We talked about like our personal ghost experiences. We talked about just like general subjects that we talked on the on our respective podcasts. Any just kind of anything that got into our tangents of conversation But it was so much fun and I highly recommend that you go and check out their podcast. So it's The Spooky Door. It's available pretty much anywhere and they also do have uh, a YouTube channel as well. They are great, great, great hosts. They tend to have a lot of awesome guests on their show to talk about basically uh, different spooky or paranormal subjects. So it's some cool stories mixed with some educational components of it. So it's really, really cool. I highly recommend that you check them out. Uh, And once that episode comes out, I believe it's coming out in two weeks um, or maybe next week. Not too sure, but once it does come out, I will let you all know. So that's it for the updates. Let's move on to our new segment, the creepy reads. So one thing for this story uh today the person that sent it in wanted to remain anonymous so i wanted to make a note on the show to let you all know that if you do have a story but you're worried about being identified or just don't want people to know that's you absolutely send those in we'll make it anonymous and we'll tweak some things to make sure that it's not identifiable to you so absolutely we can do that for you so you can participate So if you wanted to send in a story again, you can send it through DMs on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or you can send it to our email at cvopodcast at gmail.com. So with all of that being said, sorry, I'm moving in front of the mic. Let's get started with our new story on Creepy Reads. Here we go. Once I was visited by a ghost on a family trip. I visited my mother-in-law in in Booktush, New Brunswick. 
she had recently purchased a house that was built two years previously. It was a nice big house that sat on large fields, but it was built next to a cemetery. Although the house was beautiful, I had a weird feeling when looking at it. I asked my mother-in-law if she knew why the previous owners who had built the house decided to move. She didn't know. My weird feeling instantly got worse when I entered the house. It felt like something was off. No one else seemed to be bothered by it, so I tried to put my feelings aside. During the evening, I went upstairs to take a shower. There was only one bathroom in the house. As I was getting ready to take my shower, I started to feel like I was being watched. I looked outside the window, but it was pitch black out, so I couldn't see anything. I shook off the feeling and took my shower. As I was getting out of the shower, the doorknob on the bathroom door started to turn. I cried out, Hello, I'm in here. Then said my my husband's name, thinking it was him. But no one answered back. The doorknob kept turning, and when it stopped, I listened to see if I could hear where the person went. But I didn't hear any footsteps walking away or going down the stairs. I joined everyone downstairs, expecting someone to mention that they tried coming in, either as a joke or by mistake. But no one said anything, so I didn't mention it. That night we went to bed, I left the bedroom door ajar. The light in the hallway was shining into the bedroom. During the night, I woke up when I noticed that the light was blocked out by something. I looked up to see an older man. The man had opened up the door and was holding onto the doorknob. The man simply stood there staring staring at us sleeping. He didn't look like anyone that was in the house. I just looked at him, didn't really understand what I was seeing, and went back to bed. The whole time we stayed there, the feeling of being watched did not stop. I don't know who the man was or where he came from, if he was attached to the house or to the cemetery. But when my husband said he wanted to leave two days later, I gladly followed. Oof, that was creepy. Thank you for sharing that with us. I wonder who the man was and what he wanted. Ugh, so the thing about people just watching you is gross. So thank you for sending that in. I'm looking forward to hearing more of your uh, creepy stories. You guys have awesome ones. So please keep sending those in. Alrighty. Now let's move to our second story in the Choose Your Own Adventure listeners version. So our story for the day is the story of the crying boy painting. So here we go. On September 5th, 1985, the headline of the British tabloid newspaper, The Sun, astonished its readers and caused mass hysteria. The headline read, Blazing Curse of the Crying Boy. The article covered the story of Ron and Mary Hall, who had lost everything in a house fire, but their print of the painting of the crying boy. The couple explained how their entire house burnt down along with their belongings when a frying pan burst into flames. However, the painting remained untouched by the fire. Ron's brother, Peter Hall, was a firefighter and told his brother that this strange occurrence wasn't the first he had heard about. In fact, Peter witnessed multiple fires where the prints of the painting were untouched by fires that had burnt down absolutely everything else. The article also quoted another firefighter who said that he had attended around 50 fires where the prints of the painting 
remain intact, even if the houses had burnt down. The response to the article was unexpected. Hundreds of readers reached out to the Sun to say that they too were cursed by the painting and hysteria ensued. More and more homeowners and business owners came forward with stories of how their house or building burnt down, but the painting always remained. Why would the painting survive the fires? It was curse. And of course, the painting itself seemed to be the source, the source of the fires. To appease its readers, the editor of The Sun told the community to drop off or mail them their cursed paintings, and the newspaper would destroy them by fire. On Halloween night, the newspaper staff destroyed 2,500 copies of, that, of the paintings. They managed to burn them all, but it took a very, very, very long time to do so. During the process, staff members recall being worried that the paintings wouldn't burn. They said that it took way too much time, and a lot of times the flames would die down, go back, so they were really worried that they were in fact cursed and doing something to make the curse fall back onto them. But the story of the the crying boy painting does not stop here. The curse until this day still affects many people. People who have brought this painting into their house claim that there's an unnatural sense of realness when looking at the painting. In front of people's eyes, the painting seems to come to life. Some claims that they see the subject of the painting either moving slightly in their peripheral version vision. It just seems to come to life for them. Others claim that in the middle of the night, they'll just start hearing someone cry. And when they're investigating the crying, it always brings them back to the painting. People also claim that the curse of the painting is so strong that their lives are completely ruined once they obtain the painting. Some people say that once they brought the painting to their house, they went bankrupt. Just disaster ensued onto their lives. Others even attribute the curse of the painting to the passing of a loved one. And there are still accounts of fires being caused by the painting or fires that are randomly caused and the painting still survives. Now let's dive into the background of this painting. So the painting was actually made by the Italian painter Bruno Amarillo. He, uh, under the pen name of Giovanni Bragolin, he started painting uh it's actually a series of 65 paintings he started this series in nine in the 1950s and each picture each of the 65 showcase a different boy or girl uh and each of the paintings are named after that boy or girl that it's paint it's the subject of so when Amarillo had decided to create this series. He decided to do so to show the world the orphan crisis in Italy that was caused by the Second World War. Later on, a manufacturer in London saw the series and decided to make copies of four of the paintings in the series of 65. Uh, In total, that manufacturer made 50,000 prints uh, and sold them to the public. But that doesn't really explain where the curse comes from. 
So there's some different variations to the story, but this is the most common one. So it is believed that the curse surrounding the paintings com- comes from one boy in particular. One of the subjects of the series was a young orphan who was mute. His name was Don Benillo. Don Benillo was orphaned when his parents died in a fire. One of the priests working at the, or- the orphanage had nicknamed Don Benillo as Diablo because mischief seemed to find this boy anywhere he went, as well as fires. Fires would always seem to happen when the boy was around. The painter who had decided to paint this little boy, um, in some stories they say that he took him in and adopted him, and others just that he would bring him over to his studio to, to paint and bring him back to the orphanage. So, but it is, according to the story, the wall right after finishing off that painting it is told that the studio of the artist was just set ablaze without any explanation so that studio burnt to the ground and the painter lost everything he immediately accused the boy and heartbroken the little boy ran away never to be seen again until one day there was a car accident where the car exploded into flames and the only thing that survived that wreckage was a driver's license that read Don Benillo. It is believed that his flaming death is what brought the curse to the painting. And that painting in question is the one named Toby within the series. So if you do happen to have that painting in your house, there are three ways you can break the curse. One. You can give the painting away to someone else and just transfer the curse over. However, you cannot sell it or try to destroy it. If you try either of those two, the curse will remain with you. A second way is that you go and get the painting of the little crying girl. It is believed that separated, both all of these paintings have bad luck, but once you pair them together... The bad, the bad luck cancels is out and it becomes good luck. So having the pair of the little crying boy and the little crying girl makes it lucky and you have fortune onto your house. And then the third way is to simply just treat the painting and the subject nicely and with respect. So if you're nice to the painting, it will like you and be nice to you. So that is the curse of the painting of the crying boy. So I really hope you've enjoyed that. So I had done some uh, deep dives into this story and I found this YouTube video which was from BBC Radio 4 and they were um they actually had the painting one of the prints and they tried to set it ablaze and you saw one corner that catched fire and then as soon as the flames went closer to the boy the flames just like slowly went down and down and then by itself stopped Uh, as i thought that was pretty cool so one could think that it is a curse and then others might as well give the boring explanation others say that the varnish onto the prints is fire retardant and that is why the paintings are untouched in a fire but who believes that 
That is obviously not the real reason. The real reason is it is cursed. And uh, I, if you have it, I gave you tips on how to remove the curse. So that is it for today. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and the audio wasn't too, too weird. Um, what do I want to say? Ooh. Keep sending in your stories. This is great. I love, 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 love it. And have a great, great week, a great day. I think I'm going to be posting this early Monday morning instead of late at night. I may also do a poll, see what you prefer for time of release. But it's basically going to end up on how early I can edit this. Uh, So yeah, thank you for tuning in again. You are all amazing little humans. Love, love, love the support and the fact that you guys are following this podcast and seem to be enjoying it. It really does mean a lot to us, to Emma and I. Thank you. Have a good day. And I will see you soon. Bye. You've heard the scary ghost stories. You've discovered horrendous crimes and opened your eyes to the lives of murderers and missing persons. Maybe you've learned about cars or music. But have you ever wondered about the strange stories that make us, us. From zombies in World War I, to history-changing comets, to witches and incestuous bloodlines, take some time to learn something about our peculiar past with Brad and Alyssa over on the podcast, Strange History. Tune in wherever your ears are listening. Thank you for listening to Creepy Vibes Only. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Creepy Vibes Only Podcast. And you can send us an email at cvopodcast at gmail.com. Remember to subscribe wherever you listen, download our episodes, and please leave us a review, ideally a really nice one. Thanks for vibing and keeping it creepy with us. We will see you next week. Bye!